Is it good to have me back? Hey! Hello and welcome to another edition of the Little Film Podcast. My name's Adam and I'm reclaiming my rightful place as the host. And I'm joined tonight by Ollie. Hello. And David. Hi. How's it going, guys? What's going on? Yeah, all good, aren't we? All good. We just recorded the Pet Cemetery, um, one which you weren't around yeah. for, out of were you? Because you were a bit scared yeah. of cats. I'm glad, I'm glad that we've been able to watch a film which is a PG to get you back in the room so that's that's all good isn't it i didn't realize it was a pg i thought it was a u it's so pg mate surprised i was allowed to go and Parental see it but, guidance um well i did well actually i did i did bring my mum with me just just to i be actually sure. looked at the, the bbfc synopsis on it and the the pg was for one mild scene of violence and a mild scene of threat mm, i stepped out of the cinema at that point when the threat came on the it screen got a bit intense for you yeah, yeah. yeah. i uh, buried my face in my hoodie and, and left the cinema Pleased to be back. As you say, you're recording, you guys are recording a double header yeah. tonight, having just finished recording Pet Cemetery. I uh, I sat that one out. You didn't banter me off at all, did you? No. Oh, no. We, we wouldn't, wouldn't do that. that. <laughs> wow, that was weird. That was, yeah. Chicks buy yeah. me a Coke. Yeah. The only thing is now, though, there's no blue tick in the room. Yeah. So you kept talking, so you owe me a Coke. So is the quality going to drop? Tony's gone home. Yeah, well, gone. certainly the, uh, the appeal, the sort of global appeal. Yeah. It's true. Has dropped a bit. But for those listeners that are still with us, uh, yeah, we're talking about Dumbo tonight. It's a bit of a, it's a strange double bill that you guys are doing. Pet Cemetery, yeah. then Dumbo. Animal theme. Yeah, just a couple of nice films about some animals. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yes, let's talk about Dumbo then, shall we? I always give a spoiler alert at the start. It's a bit of a weird one because there is the cartoon. Yeah. So I don't know how many people will be sort of upset by spoilers but then actually the plot is different it's different it yeah. is different so just uh, for the sake of it this is your spoiler alert this is a review for people who have seen the film uh, but that said i'm going to just give a quick synopsis this is from rotten tomato just to put us all in the same room from disney and visionary director tim burton the all-new grand live action adventure dumbo expands on the beloved classic story where differences are celebrated family is cherished and dreams take fright and <laughs> the Mate, pet Dumbo, not pet cemetery. Yeah, still <laughs> dreams s- take fright. Still thinking about pet cemetery. <laughs> you didn't even see the film. And you're scared of it. <laughs> Where differences are celebrated, family is cherished, and dreams take flight. Circus owner Max Medici, Danny DeVito, enlists former star Holt Farrier, Colin Farrell, and his children Millie and Joe to care for a newborn elephant whose oversized ears make him a laughing stock in an already struggling circus. But when they discover that Dumbo can fly, the circus makes an incredible comeback, attracting persuasive entrepreneur V.A. Vanderveer, Michael Keaton, who recruits the peculiar pachyderm for his newest larger-than-life entertainment venture, Dreamland. Dumbo soars to new heights alongside a charming and spectacular aerial artist, Colette Marchand, Eva Green, until Holt learns that beneath its shiny veneer, Dreamland is full of dark secrets. That's quite a long synopsis, isn't it? It's massive, yeah. Uh, But I got through it, just about. So, Ollie. Yes, Adam. Do you want to give us some numbers? Let's uh, let's hear what the critics have have been saying about it. Cool. So, IMDb 6.6. 6. 
Rotten Tomatoes, 47%, and Metacritic, 51%. Not fantastic. Not fantastic. Not overly generous, is it? How generous are we going to be? Who wants to kick us off? We're going to give our scores out of 10. We don't know what any of us thought about the film. We deliberately don't speak about the film until we get in here. So this is this is going to be the first that any of us hear I think what you the should other kick people it off, think. Adam. You want me to go yeah, first? Yeah, because you're because you, we've already given some scores tonight, so I think hmm. I'm a bit nervous about this because I don't really I don't, I'm not sure if you guys are going to agree with me. Oh, okay, um, I'm going to give it a six. Dave, I'm going to give it a three point five. Ollie, I'm going to give it a seven. Wow, what? <laughs> <laughs> The expression on Dave's face. Pure shock. This is why we do the show, mate. This is why we do the show. I mean, you've given it a six. You're as as bad as he is. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Wow. Some disagreement here. Who wants to kick it off? I'll I'll happily kick it off. Ollie, you start. I'm more than happy to talk about it. Yeah, because I'd like to know why and what you like. So I'm going to set the scene. I'm going to set the scene, right? We decided we were going to do this film. And I've got to be honest... I wasn't really looking forward to watching it. And it was one of those films where... It's your idea, mate. I really wasn't that bothered about watching it. It was one of those films where you had to sort of drag yourself to cinema to watch. So I was like, you know. So Sunday morning, I decided I was going to go first thing, get it out of the way, 10.30 screening. And I was really pleasantly surprised how much I enjoyed it. I don't know. I just, I think it's maybe because in my head, I really didn't think it was going to be very good or I was going to enjoy it much. That might have changed the way i felt while watching it but i i really enjoyed it. i thought it was really good fun um i really liked the like ever so slight slightly darkened tint slash edge to the film as opposed to the like, bright colorful typical bright colorful disney stuff i liked that ever so slightly dark edge to it and it's tim burton that isn't tim it? burton yeah um i thought the special effects were excellent with the with the elephants and dumbo uh, in particular um dave doesn't look impressed no i just i dave obviously we we very different we differ very much on this but i i really really did enjoy it i mean it's not it's obviously not without fault it didn't maybe pack the emotional punch which is sort of associated with the original film i do you know what i've got to say i can't actually remember if i've seen the original i was going to ask you this so the, obviously i don't know if we even mentioned this at the start it's pretty self-evident you know dumbo is it's a it's a live action remake of a classic cartoon 1941 mm. the cartoon so it's nearly 80 mm. years old it's also i think it must be one of disney's shortest ever film that's only 64 minutes long the original cartoon this is almost twice as long mm. but yeah i was going to ask how that original cartoon sits for you guys like is it a sort of classic of your charters because I, I think like you ollie i'm not even sure if i've no, seen I it i think, think possibly I, I saw it when i was about four but I, I it wasn't a, it wasn't it. a sort of lion king yeah type touchstone for me as a kid i i've seen it a few times when i was a kid um because i remember very vividly like the storks coming at the beginning and you know that's not in the film and the mm. the sort of drunk scene and the bit with the um the clowns and the the, the pink fire setup yeah but um this film has tried in fairness to it to to take that story a bit further because there's not much to the initial dumbo really but i just think it's i just think it failed hopelessly for me i don't yeah the, the original disney the original disney version of dumbo is not like uh the lion king or beauty and the beast or aladdin like it doesn't loom large in people's hearts it's not really 
magical. And I think that maybe that's part of the reason that this film, for me, doesn't work either. This film feels like... I think what you were saying that you quite liked about it is that it's sort of got the sort of dark Tim Burton edge. But for me, it's just lacking any sort of magic, like the whimsicalness of Disney, the magic of Disney, that's gone. And the sort of Tim Burton kind of kookiness is kind of what prevails. And it's kind of like a faux darkness because it's not actually dark. Tim Burton in his early work was very good at taking characters on the outside of society and building narratives around them, uh, like Edward Scissorhands or original Batman. This film could have really benefited from old Tim Burton having a look at it. Like, he should be the perfect person for this. But I just think, for me, that the story was really convoluted. It didn't really go anywhere. It felt very flat the whole way through. The performances, I thought, were pretty shocking on the part of Michael Keaton and, and Danny DeVito. We'll definitely come back to Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, carry on. I thought uh, Danny DeVito I- was was good i to be i haven't seen dan vito in in a film in quite a long time so i can't really think back what to compare him to but i i i thought i thought he was Is good i thought he was one of the stronger yeah. performances in the film yeah but. i don't know i just yeah the whole thing and then the weird sort of disney parody at the end when it's like a disney film but it was kind of like shutting it down what like the sort of disneyland type? yeah it was like they basically had disneyland at the end but they were trying to like paint it in a negative light but it's sort of like this. Surely a Disney film should be celebrating the right sides of that. And yeah, well, I actually had that as one of the things I liked about it because it's it's quite an interesting choice and in a way quite a brave choice for a Disney film mm. to portray what is clearly a sort of thinly veiled Disneyland as this kind of evil place. I mean, it's not quite the same because the place in the film is about exploiting animals but, and that's not the case of disneyland but but is he is michael keaton supposed to be a kind of walt disney type figure yeah well you say disney's not about exploiting animals but i went to disney last year and they have the animal kingdom that's there, true yeah, that's and they've point. got like a faux safari park where they are holding elephants mm. like in captivity like they might argue that it's you know they've got slightly more space to roam around but they are holding elephants in captivity there. No, that's a good point. And I thought about that's Animal Kingdom, yeah. what this film is about. Yeah, no, that's true. So in in, in a way then, is that not... Well, it's braver, say, quite, yeah. ...quite a bold thing to do, to to be pointing at that. But in terms of like the, the Tim Burton darkness and everything, I mean, is, is part of it that he's a little bit shackled? Like he he can't just make a sort of really dark version of this story because it still has to be a disney film that's a pg certificate and is ticking certain boxes to be yeah disney so he's a bit limited in what Even he can the PG do PG is quite on disney like generally most disney films are eu so but, this was again it was well yeah but i suppose what i'm trying to say is 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 he the right person to make a film like this so yeah. it's quite a strange choice in a way well i think if they're if they're trying to make something different then kind of what I was saying on the basis of what I was saying I think he would be a good person to do it but I think in doing that for me they've taken away like the magic of it like they'd be much better getting someone who would just I think play up the Disney angle of it because I don't I don't imagine children going to watch this film and walking away having been thrilled by it and being like, yeah, I really want to watch like Dumbo over and over and over again. 
in the same way that like, you know, my nephew has seen cars probably about 30 times. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do know what you mean. That it's it's a bit kind of disposable. It's much more disposable than those kinds of magical Disney things that we remember from our childhoods. Mm. Although that being said, we have to remember that we're not children watching this and yeah. you know, who knows how we would have responded to this when we were children. But yeah, it is maybe a bit flat. But that said, like I like you, Ollie, I was really surprised by how much I enjoyed it in the cinema at the time and i've i was very skeptical because mm. i i as we talked about on the podcast a couple of times i think it's pretty much a scandal that disney are producing these films i was looking at well maybe come back to this but i was looking at the wikipedia entry for live action disney remakes and the list of what they're up to at the moment is makes a quite depressing reading just they're basically remaking everything yeah. uh, in this way and to me it's just like it's it's a joke really i think that it's crazy that this is the situation we're in now where this is entertainment is just we're just recreating these films that we've seen before but anyway so yeah so i was very 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 skeptical but i i must say that it did it did get me a bit and i don't know i might feel differently about uh the lion king and aladdin which both of which we're going to do on the podcast because as i say i that those films were very big in my childhood and i, I remember them very clearly Dumbo I don't have particularly strong feelings about as I say they have changed the story a lot go on Dave but I yeah I think to that point Beauty and the Beast the animated film I absolutely love it's one of my favorite Disney films and the remake of that live action I think is absolutely brilliant it was one of the best films that uh, was made that year that's interesting see I really don't like the I don't like the live action one of the Beauty and the Beast but do you like the original? Yeah, yeah. But definitely. they're they're very similar films. But you really like the Jungle Book live action? I really, did you like the Jungle Book? Not as much, no, yes. because they it's well because they took out all of the the music elements really mm. of the original. I just like I don't understand that's that similar the Jungle Book one. I was like, this is a real feat of like how they created the animals. So like visually, it was very clever and very impressive, but they really took away the heart of the film i thought i yeah i i disagree with you because i i really enjoyed it. i've seen the remake twice actually I, I really enjoyed it um i think it's a very like wow film when you look at it visually uh, but i like the sort of subtle nods and the subtle tones to the music like you know when blue's in the river and he's sort of whistling and singing the song but in a different way to the one that you're used to from the cartoon but but that's kind of what i mean because if these films are being made for the children of today like it's good that you get that sort of callback in many ways it kind of works as like a sequel for you but if we're saying to children like here's the jungle book this new version not the old animation and it's not got all the music and the magic then yeah like wh what are they walking away from like if they're they're not getting as good a film experience well i think that w would be true except i don't think i i think that all the disney cartoons are timeless I, I don't i don't think kids today are only going to watch the live action jungle book and that's the jungle book as far as they're concerned like mm. i think you said to me at one point ollie that like oh well yeah it's worth remaking the lion king because that introduces the lion king to a new audience a new generation but for me it's like well no they they are just watching the cartoon because you know when we were kids we watched well apparently we didn't really watch dumbo but you know we watched those very old cartoons pinocchios from what mm. 1940 but we, as a child, you've no idea what you, you know, no idea how old any of these films are. You just watch them all. So I don't think that kids are only going to watch the live action remake. I mean, maybe some will, but the majority, I don't think, will be like, 
oh well we've you know we've got the live action remake so we won't watch the cartoon we won't know these songs but I, like just going back to the point i was making i was trying to make before i got interrupted yeah i, I think in a way it, it is to disney's credit that they when they do make changes like that because we've having seen the lion king trailer that does look to be pretty much just a shot for shot beat for beat remake live action remake whereas uh do you say beauty and the beast is yeah. quite different and this one is dumbo is they have like completely changed the story really introduced human characters which aren't really there in the cartoon at least not in the same way um but yes yeah, so i was very skeptical going in but yeah i enjoyed it i mean i think it's it's a pretty bonkers story isn't it yeah and, it is um, and that's yeah it makes for a strange film in a lot of ways and i think there's i think it's very flawed mm. and yeah there's lots of things that i i thought were quite bad in it but overall i just i just really enjoyed my time in the cinema like, i just thought it was lovely like, yeah, it's just a yeah. really sweet story yeah. and it made me um, and i liked it made it. me smile like i yeah i yeah i'm totally with and you it did, it did get me like, yeah, no, it did i i got i the bit where dumbo flies for the first time round the inside the circus yeah room, like i was i i had that like just nice feeling it did get yeah. it did get me for yeah. me it was the bit where colin farrell in his terrible southern accent goes yeah. like who wants to help me save Dumbo and his mama? And I was just like, oh, go on, lads. Yeah. <laughs> Set him free. I did really like Colin Farrell in this film. I'm yeah. going to be honest. I thought he was good. I, he had a yeah. very dodgy accent, yeah. but he was good. I think he can come out of it with his head held high. <laughs> I thought the CGI elephant as well, in fairness. They, I mean, they're all CGI elephants. Apparently, there wasn't a single live elephant no. used in any of this film. Mm. Um, the, the CGI Dumbo is incredibly cute. And I yes. really enjoyed, which is probably... Hang on, it's, hang on, hang on. 3.5, but yeah. you really enjoyed? Really enjoyed this one scene because it sits outside of almost the entire plot okay. in any of the sense. Mm. The uh, absurd uh, purple bubble sequence, pink purple sequence. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'd, I agree with you that I'd forgotten about that bit, but I do remember at the time being like, this doesn't, this it, is a different film now. Kaipa's question, cringe or not cringe? Michael Buffer, let's get ready to Dumbo. For, let's get ready for Dumbo. <laughs> yeah. I cringed. Oh, let's get ready for Dumbo. I can't do you know what? I when I first saw him, I was like, "Oh, please don't!" But by the second time I did it, I actually quite liked it. It was quite funny. I think I laughed in the cinema. Yeah, but oh, I was completely the reverse of you. Sorry, go on, Dave. I, I laughed, but then I was like, "Yeah, why?" <laughs> yeah, because the first time I thought, "Oh, that's quite funny," but when they did it a second time, I just thought, "Like, yeah, okay, we get it." Like, yeah. basically, it's like just to be clear, you know. I quite, did, did you, I quite did you like get, those that little the let's get ready to rumble guy yeah. pop culture references I quite like those should we have a little chinwag about Michael Keaton because what <laughs> even though I didn't think he was very good in it it did remind me I don't know why but how much I like Michael Keaton and how much because the most I recently very recently saw um Birdman no Batman no Spider-Man no um the Avengers. Um, no. Another film with Michael Keaton in. Um, cool Spotlight. 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 Yeah. Spotlight. Uh, which he's superb in. Um, he's just got, he's got a real like screen presence about it. He's just so good to watch. But in this, he was, it was that classic like um, pantomime villain kind of thing. It was, yeah. This is, it felt like the end of the, I don't know what you call it, the Keaton, the Keatonissance. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. he's had like a good spell of films in his comeback the founder uh, the founder was amazing yeah i re- I really enjoyed enjoy him and for some reason in this film i don't know what it was it's like he 
turned up sort of like drunk and half asleep. His performance is bizarre. And not in like, I, I think I read somewhere someone was like comparing it to like his performance in Batman where when he's Bruce Wayne, he's playing like a weirdo. It's like he plays a really good weirdo Bruce Wayne. But in this film, he's just kind of like mumbling. And yeah, it's very pantomime. Mm. But I think even in a pantomime, I'd find it quite unacceptable <laughs> it, it reminds me of his performance recently in um the uh, spider-man reboot um where he was the bad guy in that and again i'd watched birdman previous to that where he's superb mm. and he gets put in this sort of role as a bad guy he just doesn't do the bad guy that well i don't think he's he's good as the good guy and he's ex we watched the found the founder together yeah. didn't we he was really good in that but when he does a like villain if you like he doesn't really well, he's, he's basically just twirling his moustache, isn't he? I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah. Perhaps ironically for this film, it's, quite, it's very cartoonish. And that bit, the, <laughs> the, like the scene at the end in the control room, you know, when yeah. uh, Dumbo and Eva Green fly in and turn all the power off and then he storms up the stairs and he's like, what's going on? And then just starts smashing yeah, stuff up. For about 10 minutes. <laughs> just, ah! And you can see the whole part <laughs> blowing up and he's like, no, I'll just keep doing it. <laughs> just, just imagining like, you know, he does the scene and the director's like... Michael, that was really good. Um, is there any way you could do it bigger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, re- I, going back before how you were talking about the moments where you were like really like, Nick, yeah, inner cheering if you like. I, re- I re- and it's quite cheesy, but I really enjoyed how you know Dumbo drops off Eva Green and then he runs off and then flies back into the tent to rescue them, and he sw- he sort of swoops down, collects the water in his um, trunk, trunk. And then, you know, all that set piece. I, yeah. I enjoyed that as well, but Dave's shaking his head. I did not enjoy any of anyone (laughs) flying Dumbo. That was really winding me up. I really hated it. And the the bit where all of a sudden it was like, oh, we've just got Dumbo. It's like a flying elephant. And he's like, oh, brilliant. Eva Green's going to be flying the elephant. Even then the family isn't like, no, look after Dumbo. They're all like, okay, yeah, we'll just teach her to fly the elephant. And that'll take an afternoon. And then perfect. Yeah, we'll get her in, in the thing. Ah, oh, bollocks. That is a, a yeah, but, somewhat uh, weird aspect of the film to me was how not that fast, like even the kids are when Dumbo flies for the first time. They're like, oh, cool, he can fly. Mm. And and that's one of the problems. <coughs> Sorry, I'm getting a bit choked up thinking about Dumbo. Who uh, <laughs> <laughs> wants me to help me save Dumbo and his mama? Um, one of the problems with these live action remakes perhaps is that by trying to make it more realistic then those like fantasy elements stand out and become jarring. Like the fact that Eva Green's flying the elephant, because it looks like a real elephant because mm. the CGI is so impressive. So then when Eva Green gets on his back and is flying him around, it's like, uh, actually, this doesn't make sense. Like the physics of this doesn't make sense. And, Kame- and Kame- in a cartoon, you're not bothered by that. Kame- but in this, Kame- yeah. made that exact point uh, okay. where he said that... Because he's it, just made this point better. Because it? it's live action he said when dumbo was flying around the circus he was like instead of enjoying it he was thinking that's just physically not possible Mm. that couldn't happen obviously you're not meant to think like that but it is sometimes difficult i guess to think positively about it because it because of the the cgi is so good and they're trying to make it like a real elephant flying around it does just detract a bit from the yeah Yeah, reality it's it's an interesting interesting point but yeah, it sounds like Kermode made better than Adam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's many other film podcasts you can listen to other than this one. I haven't got much more to say about it. I just thought it was 110 minutes of 
really charming Sunday morning entertainment. And I, yes, yeah, you say Sunday morning because you went at what time did you go to watch this? Yeah, ten thirty screening of Dumbo. Yeah, there was me and a mum and her kid in there, and that was it. <laughs> it was, and it was really awkward as we're the only people in there. We'd both booked on the same row. I didn't even think we said hello. It was it was that weird like yeah. <laughs> that's, but I, that's really funny. It's I yeah. I, the other thing because I said to you, um, Baff, when I was going to plan to watch it, for so I thought to myself, you know, I might speak to our friends Will and Cass, who have a, a young boy called Rafferty, and I thought it'd be a cool thing to do. Like I might see if Raff wants to come with me. Like I'll take Rafferty to the cinema. I don't know if he's been yet, but it's not a chill. It's not a well, he's three, right? He, so no, but he's three. But you could put him in front of the Dumbo cartoon, couldn't you? Mm, yeah. And you could put him in front of, um, you know, Shrek or, you know, Toy Story, arguably. But Dumbo, it's not quite for children, Dumbo. Like young children, is it? It's more slightly old. Would you say like slightly older children? Like eight? Yeah, probably. There's yeah. definitely some threat, isn't there? Then there is some um, But also threat. just maybe the, the themes and stuff. Yeah. And maybe a- but is it is a... I I did like that. It, I felt like it was a slight gamble for Disney with that. They've they gave it to a director who's yeah. notorious with putting a slightly dark overtone or edge. Well, that's what I mean about me. Is it's a curious choice in a way? Yeah, but they have worked with him before. Like, bear in mind that he's remade Alice in Wonderland, yeah. hasn't he already? This is true. And again, that's another film which I don't think was particularly brilliant. Yeah. Well, we're we're going to return to this conversation about Disney live action remakes because yeah. we are going to be talking about. Aladdin and The Lion King on the podcast over the next few months. But yeah, this this list of remakes that are in the works. So they've already done The Jungle Book, um, Alice in Wonderland, as you mm. mentioned, Dave, uh, Beauty and the Beast, and now Dumbo. Aladdin and The Lion King both come out in the next few months. Lady and the Tramp comes out in November. This November? This November. Didn't even know about that. I did not know about March that. next year, we've got Mulan. Uh, then there's another... 101 Dalmatians remake called Cruella. <laughs> then Pinocchio. These are all TBA now. Then Pinocchio, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Lilo and Stitch and The Little Mermaid are all in production. Little Mermaid. I'd like are, a remake of yeah. The Little Mermaid, actually. But yeah. I mean, you've got to, surely you've got to agree with me at least to some yeah. extent that this, this, should, this is not what should, you know, people should be investing in. Uh, I do agree. Patrick's just sat down next to me. He's giving me a thumbs up yeah. to that point. I do agree with you, but I think a lot of those are. I'm not going to watch a remake of Lilo and Stitch, no. but uh, Little Mermaid, I will. Well, anyway, yeah. As I say, we'll definitely come back to this. Perhaps have a. We'll try and thrash it out properly on the next one. Is it Aladdin before the Lion King? Yeah, it's right? Aladdin next. But yeah. before that, what's next, Adam? You put me on the spot. Yeah, because no, it could actually be Detective Pikachu. I'd love it to be Detective no. Pikachu because I'm really looking forward Wrong. to that. Avengers Endgame. That's all right. That's the next biggie. It's a big one. But until then, I think that's pretty much it. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Ollie. Cheers, Adam. Thanks, Patrick. He's been sat here silently the whole time. Good to have you back, uh, Adam. Cheers. It's a noticeable upgrade, isn't it? <laughs> it always is. Cheers, cool. guys. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Can we get the other one?